Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Welcome to another, another edition of the LodgeCast. They said it couldn't be done, but we are back. I'm your Lodge Master. With me as always is Brother Bishki. Hi! Brother Lucas. Hey! And tonight, again, going into uncharted waters, the Lodge Mistress herself. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. She is here. We are all in the Red Dragon. It's we hot are, winter night. We are parked at the extra special electronic vehicle charging station, <laughs> which is front row front row parking because the Red Dragon is... Airy and bright. We can actually see the sunset from this spot. It's electric. Boogie oogie oogie. And today's movie, which we hope will also be electric, is titled Serenity. Serenity is what the movie is. And we are here knowing next to nothing about this film. um, Last night I went to see Green Book with Brother May and... and, and Brother May. Sister May and Brother Nathan. (laughs) Yes. And, And then afterwards I go to Starbucks and... The kid behind me just blurts out no! something that I will not repeat. Oh, it's like a dagger. And I, and, I, and, I, and I put my hands on my ears while I was ordering at Starbucks. That's how a bad. kid was talking about Serenity? Well, not kid. It was like a high school. It was probably a film like, student yeah, in his okay. 20s. It's probably so me. So we'll see how consequential life. what he said was. But Well, just so, just so everybody knows, we are here tonight because of just some rando on Twitter before before the reviews were able to be published was like serenity's coming out and nobody knows what's about to hit him nobody knows what G- gabo is coming nobody knows what gabo is it is there's a bait and switch with the marketing and nobody is ready but for the yeah. record last year i saw the serenity trailer a lot at yes. least a handful of times i think it's been tinkered with and and well the trailer i saw had the ticking fishing line th- theme yes. but i liked it it was actually like this this neo-noir you know like wild sure. things or like body or, heat on the water yeah like it just was enticing where i was like it looks like sleazy fun and i'm, I'm all for it but here's the thing i the trailer sold it as a b picture very simple straightforward more like a mood atmospheric uh yeah sultry sexy piece than anything um, but then, yeah, when when brother Zach or whoever notified us of of that t- that tweet that was just like this movie is bonkers, I was like, huh. 
And that's when we decided it was going to be a complete embargo, no Rotten Tomatoes, nothing, no articles, yeah, yeah. no reviews, Blackout. and then it still finds us. Like, it it's follows. It's seeping up, yeah. It that's, followed Bishki. That's the power of the ether. Like, the it, it's man. out there. Yeah. Like, you really do have to try to stay ahead of it, otherwise you will get spoiled. I was close. And it, 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 also, okay. Okay. it also must be noted that Brother Zach, I think, was the one that sent us this fateful tweet. Yeah. And he has dipped. So, oh! I think, and everybody else that we tried to get to come on tonight politely refused. So, I think they smell a stinker well, on the horizon Well, when as I well. mentioned it to people, they would get confused because yes. they would think of the Josh Whedon uh, Firefly movie. And yes. I said, no, 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 I understand. That's a good movie. But this is, and it's and frustrating because it's like, ah, oh, this is ruining how it already. Do they, how do they even market this with... If you look up Serenity the movie on Twitter, they just gotta it's all add, about Nathan Fillion. They just have to add like an adjective like cracked Serenity or or <laughs> right, like right. Florida yeah. Palm Serenity. Wet like serenity? just just yeah, there's Wet Serenity. Yeah, there you go. I would see a movie called Wet Serenity. Or the SS Serenity. Well, it's like it's like lounging <laughs> Nazis. <laughs> my interest in the film was uh the writer director Stephen Knight. Okay. Who wrote uh, Dirty Pretty Things? Oh. Uh, also, Eastern Promises, oh, wow. and mm. was the writer director of Lock with Tom mm. Hardy, which mm. I thought was an interesting experience. Sounds yeah. Like, sounds like somebody back there has been doing some research that he shouldn't have well, been, been doing. I've been following this guy. Well, he's a good writer. I mean, this is like established right. season. Right. Yeah, he's a smart guy. Lock was interesting. I felt like it went on for too long, but but yeah, it was a good. Kind of like this intro. <laughs> I think I think we need to we need to dive into these waters, move over. Team six. This is salad team four. <laughs> like, we just go in and we see what the fuck is going on. Yeah, we're going in cold. We're going. I'm going in pretty cold. We take yeah. care of business and we report back to you. So all these people that that jumped in the little dinghies and the skate boats, you don't even need to see it. Congrats, you missed the boat. We're gonna tell you what transpires on the poop deck. <laughs> <laughs> all aboard for Serenity. Yes. Yeah. As I sit here and slowly close my eyes, I take another deep breath and feel the wind pass through my body. I'm the one in your soul, reflecting it. My wife, my beautiful wife, she arranged this trip. She sat up on the internet night after night, typing away to find the perfect boat to make this trip perfect because she wants it to be perfect, perfect for me. And myself, well, I'd say a son of a runs a bucket, same as any other. And I'd fly to some other island. But I don't got time. I only got two days. So, let's be here at seven. Just me, you, and the mother tuna. 
Oh man! We've, we've returned. Are we back? We Are we washed ashore? We have Online. Salt on the lips. Oh man! And, so many uh, feels. And the oceans so in our hearts. So many feels. Uh, okay. I mean, what I'll say, what I'll say right now is that wow. that, that tweet was not fake news. No, we <laughs> delivered. Had, Solid, solid intel. Delivered. <laughs> Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. Before we dig in to this feast, Senor Bishki. Okay, I'm curious. I'm curious. I've not read this yet, but okay. it's, it's not going to even begin too. to do it justice. We'll okay. do it live. We'll do it live. <laughs> from the Rotten Tomatoes, from the creative mind of Oscar nominee Stephen Knight, comes a daring, original, <laughs> sexy, stylized thriller. Mm. Baker Dill, Academy Award winner Matthew McConaughey, Dill. is a fishing boat captain leading tours off a tranquil tropical enclave called Plymouth Island. His quiet life is shattered, however, when his ex-wife Karen, Academy Award nominee Anne Hathaway, mm. tracks him down with a desperate plea for help. She begs Dill to save her and their young son from her violent new husband, no, new violent husband, rather, <laughs> Jason Clark, by taking him out to sea on a fishing excursion only to throw him to the sharks and leave him for dead. We're Karen's, still going. We're still going. Wow. Karen's appearance thrusts Dill back into a life he's tried to forget, and as he struggles between right and wrong, his world is plunged into a new reality that may not be all that it seems. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, you can feel you Wow can, You can feel the advertising department Just oh. breaking their backs <laughs> yeah. Bending over backward Trying to figure out how to sell this thing Man. How to land this fish Man, mm. they did an amazing, brilliant job Selling it Yeah, because, then, because then they just buried it but yeah, but it's oh so many things to talk about. Like I don't even know where yeah, to begin. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Couple things. Couple things. Settle. Settle around the podcasting uh, speakers, young <laughs> yeah, children. Gather around. But I'm I'm gonna say one thing first. I'm thinking of a few people that I know listen to this, and if if you think you're who I'm thinking of, <laughs> if that makes sense, stop this and go see it. I'm, I'm going to push this episode up so it's still in theaters because it's probably only going to be... You have maybe a week. It's you have maybe until next Friday. And, and yeah. I will say this, I was pretty riveted the whole okay, time. Okay, well, okay, okay. But I'm just saying... Yeah, it, it, it's it's going to be gone in a flash. Yeah. So, please, if you're who you think you are, go see it immediately with people. With with people who aren't ready, <laughs> and then I'm also gonna say I think we should just we should just kind of take our we'll take people through what we felt while we were watching it like as it went on and try yes. to reveal twists as we go. Yes. But Bishki, you gotta let us know when we get to the part where uh, the kid in line spoiled it for you. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I want to know what, how much Cause, you knew. Because when I was coming out of the theater just now, there were people broadly and loudly proclaiming certain things about it for yes. all to hear in yes. the concession area. And going into the bathroom, I was like, wow, if people this is, hadn't yeah. seen this, like, watch out. This is one of those movies where you become a family. No matter who you're with <laughs> in that theater, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you're all experiencing, some would say a traumatic event, and you feel close to one another. Oh, you feel, man. You feel like you're a global village. It, I, when, yeah, I, I was, yeah. Oh first, my God. first time I've Mind. ever looked at the at, around at people at the very end to see what their expressions were. Just to were. see what, and oh, what, yeah. what were they when, doing. When Bishki had to do his was, key break, I was like, no, was a, like, don't go. Yeah, was, I was like, come back. It was definitely back. a mix of wide eyes, chuckles, lots There was of nervous laughter. There were people yeah. like dumbfounded laughter. Like they weren't processing. They were just laughing okay. at the insanity. Okay. 
you've heard all that bluster. <laughs> now, the story begins on a simple boat named Serenity. <laughs> it's a Two great, men cack back in the sun. Great, yes. great opening. Great opening. It really was. Shot well. Amazing cut opening. well. Like, I don't like to fish. I've never been deep sea fishing, but oh my God. You see. Like, you, you're living it. Like, you are there. You like, see these dudes chilling. It's authentic. With, like, their, it with feels, their rods. It feels real. With their lines in the water or whatever. Drinking. Just drunk. Passed out. You see Jaiman Hansu come out. Every shot they give of this dude is, is like, yes, it's like they're going for, you know, an Oscar montage shot. He's got like 10 of them in this, and the music always swells because he looks so cool. Oh, on yeah. point. Yeah. On he's point. always on point. On fleek. And he's looked that way for like 30 years. Mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. you see him, you're like, oh man, shit just got really serious. The music's swelling. And then you see, you see McConaughey. <laughs> and you're just like, Man, it just feels so It feels right. It feels <laughs> right. Yeah, he's a captain of a boat, and he's in his element, and I, I'm, I'm like, I'm with it. Like, I mean, the, I, the opening oh, was, was killer. Like, yes. the, the fish is coming, so, so what and, and it's got is, this Ahab quality to it where there's, like, a history great. where he's like, this is my fish. The, one of the raw, I'm not going to be using correct fish terminology. Please don't. But please don't. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Uh, one of the rods catches a, a, a big one, the big one. So big that uh, McConaughey takes it for himself and wants to reel it in himself because he's been hunting it for so long. And he, the other, the guys who were passed out said, oh, you know, we paid for this. Let us take it in. And he pulls a knife on him. Yeah. And he goes, he, he. He's willing to kill these fucking dudes that hired him over a fish that he wants to catch. Like, I've never seen such committed, like, gravitas. Like, it was real. It was fucking real. Before McConaughey speaks in this, he's acting at about an eight. Yeah. 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 And then when he, oh, when yeah. he pulls that knife, oh, he man. spikes way past ten, <laughs> yeah. and he does not go down for no. the rest of the no. for the rest of the time. So committed. No. You see it in his Brilliant. eyes. You see, you can see the blood vessels around his eyes pop. Should he have been nominated. Should have been a contender. Him and Ethan Hawke should have been neck well, and neck. Hey, we're well, in a new year. Yeah, it's a new year. And this should be. Should <laughs> be. Right. This, yeah. we, we can be. Oh, we can be just a small team of McConaughey pushing McConaughey for this oh, movie. Man, you're right. Yeah. I didn't even realize I, that. I mean, that first scene was so gripping. He, well, he grips the pole. He grips the rod. <laughs> Thanks for the segue there. And he's just like, it's just like he's on the toilet. Like, he is pushing so, like, he he just no, pours but, 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 himself into But what into I love it. about the sequence, and here's the thing, I've never, I didn't know Stephen Knight had an in him to be this cinematic. Like, this is what gets me up in the morning. It like Whoa. it like dissolves, right? We dissolve time, passage of time, mm-hmm. and he is still reeling this fucking fish and in, exhausted. and he is wiped out. And you and believe it, it? And it's like, wow, this. I'm in like good hands. Like you, all yes. of a sudden, like you know, you are in the shit. You know, like, everybody's you bringing shit. everything, and it is amazing. And we like even even the first shot before this sequence. We go into an eyeball like like speed kills. Yes, it was we, speed kills. It was exactly, like it was yeah. like a, a CG eyeball push in. We're underwater, and then suddenly I think we're literally fish POV, yep. and it's yeah. a fish eye lens, and we suddenly shoot up out of the water. We pop up above the water, and we Serenity. start speeding Serenity. speeding towards the boat, and it's like serenity, and it's like it's almost like Terminator music. Yeah. It really sets you up. You're like, I have no clue what I'm what I'm doing right now. Yeah. And then we get that that bravo <laughs> fish Opener. reel performance. 
And then, I wouldn't say the movie ever really settles down. It's always moving around. Mm -hmm. And we establish Diane Lane, who I did not know was in this. No, I did, because I saw knew? Matthew McConaughey on Ellen, and he talked about wanting to kiss oh, Diane she was Lane. Oh, she was in the trailer. Yeah, I you remember her in the trailer. You saw McConaughey in the flesh. I did. And what did they say about this movie? Well, Ellen kind of laughed and was like, you can't tell us much about it, can you? And he was like, no. And then okay. they showed the trailer. And the, and the trailer shows yeah. nothing. No. Yeah. No. He mainly talked about his kids. But I, w- but I was pleasantly surprised <laughs> to see Classic. Diane Lane on screen because I do recall her being in the trailer but forgetting that she was in the movie walking into it just now and so I was like oh wow this completely adds to, to the weight of gravitas and like yeah. you know mystery well, and, and, and history and like. So she plays a woman who lives near the docks who is who pays him for sex. And, and yet she's a bit of a mystical figure. She's a mystical figure as yeah, well. Yeah, she's yeah. Got, she's got a cat that she's, you have to keep bringing back to she's her. Always, she's always looking for her I kind of looked at them as like friends with benefits, and she just kind of loaned him money when he didn't catch fish. But when he caught fish, he would like give her, you know, like his booty or whatever. Booty and bounty. Um, yeah, <laughs> and bounty. But it was a good relationship. His it was booty, like a positive bounty. kind of adult, like healthy relationship that you don't really see much <laughs> on, on screen. How about that? Very. No, I just mean emotionally. Like maybe North Hollywood healthy. No, I just mean I just mean ah, that sounds that sounds really bad. Now that I think about it, you're right. Listen, I just like seeing Diane Lane. I I think what it it, what it is too is that they had an easy camaraderie. That's it. That's what I'm trying to communicate. I'm I'm saying it wrong. Because he is again, he starts at eight before he speaks. At this point, he's he's consistently at eleven. So. You and he's always saying, "I need to catch that fish. I need to find." He's that. obsessed. Like every driving just, scene is him. Like I, I, I want to figure it out. Like, and it's not. Go back out, it's we're not just it. fish. Sometimes he's like, "I need to catch that fish." And then someone's like, "You know that tuna's just in your mind." You yeah. Know, they, they call it tuna a lot. Yeah. yeah. And and that was what was interesting is like you're off kilter because like clearly he he seems you know, a little stressed out. So when people are like, yeah, that tune is in your mind. It's like, oh shit, am I supposed to be reading into that? Because he is like so obsessed with it. Like maybe it isn't like, because that's supposed to be because literally everyone is saying it. And literally for the first half of the movie, that is all that's happening. He is obsessed. He's like, he's like driving in his truck in the beginning. And they're like listening to the radio and the DJ's like on Plymouth Island, uh, you know, there's 70 degrees, humidity, humidity, perfect. And, uh, go get that fish. Like catch that fish. I gotta like, catch that fish. Gotta yeah, catch, that, catch fish. that fish. Gotta find that tuna. I knew that was the one. Yeah, but there's a, yeah. The big one. there's a lot of information coming at you. Just, there is. Um, like he was an Iraq War vet. He yep. was like, uh, you know, he's got a kid. He has classic uh, flashbacks where he has a fake beard on and he's playing with his kid Fishing in the sun. With his kid in the yeah. sunlight. Yeah, Hansu's got a kid. Very Terrence Malicky. Um, I mean, there's just a ton of information, so you know something's coming. In yeah, the, and then on the ra- and then on the radio it says, "Be careful because a storm's coming." <laughs> yeah, and it's interesting because what I liked about the tone is while being yeah like kind of a straightforward thriller, there is something off kilter. There's something like off, and it's a good fee. It's like a good off, like a Twilight it's a Zone fun off. Yeah, because yeah. I remember because you're like yeah, where where is now, Plymouth? Lodge you know? Mistress, you're looking at me like I'm crazy. Like are you do you? <laughs> Or are you just just deeply feeling what we're saying? I just know that some crazy stuff's about to go down. Well, okay, okay. So we've established him. We've established his kind of daily routines. We've established that he's a rum drinker. And and we've established that everyone on this island, every day player, every supporting character, they all know each other's business. So, like, what what you hear in one scene 
pops up in the next scene, all, but from someone else's point like of the view. The gossip is crazy. It is. It's real. Like, and it's real. there's a bespeckled man that's following him, and it's very... From Succession. Mis- I forget his name, but yeah, it's, it's got a little mysterious. David Lynch and vibe. He's very out of place. Yes, it's so and he's good. very and he's, he's like so the, good he's how like the, place yeah, he is. He's like... It's it's, unex- yeah. it's unexpected that they would add such a bizarre yeah. character to these pulpy. It's uh, a wild card genre. Mm-hmm. Proceedings. It is a total wild card, and so I think that leads us to our true just salad dragon nest. <laughs> like it is, it is maybe like a four minute sequence that just holds you and just crushes your bones into fine powder and makes you contend with it. <laughs> we 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 were not ready. <laughs> So McConaughey, he he's 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 at his home, which is a shipping container, which, which is, is great. There's no electricity. It's just lanterns. They show the exterior, and it's literally just Buck, buckets of water. <laughs> it's just like a metal, <laughs> corrugated metal shipping container. You know, he's had enough of whatever's going on at the shipping container. He takes off all of his clothes, strips naked, and, and gratuitous, f- like 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 his <laughs> like his taint. His, his his little fruits his little fruit pouch. Yeah, he he, like, he is proud. He kicks his leg as up. As he should be. So the shots from behind, but he kicks both legs up a couple times. So you get a little twig and berries you oh, know, glimpse. Yeah. And then he just walks outside, walks walks kind of along this grassy <laughs> this grassy cliff area, and that's when the camera kind of zooms in with a. <laughs> And it it's like zooming around him and kind yeah. of like like how would you explain well, what happens a few, there? There's a few shots like that where the camera like oh did, dude with Anne Hathaway's like a, entrance it was like it zooms Whoa. around yeah yeah her her yeah. wedding ring it starts on her wedding ring on her hand behind her head as she's and, walking into a bar and it glistens it like glows like, and then it does the Scorsese like yeah jib arm like around it like right into their face yeah it's very sort of sharp and geometric and I was wondering I'm like is this like is this a completely foreign film, but in English? Yeah. Like, it was, right. I was way, way curious, but out of my depth with that shit. But it was executed very, like, the, the level of craft was impeccable. Not, like, on, like, not on those zooms, dude. Well, maybe not those on those zooms. Maybe, those zooms were fucking weird. Maybe not on those zooms, but I don't know. I felt like the other scenes were just well, really, like, solid. So, Speaking of craft, he gets to the cliff's edge and just leaps off completely naked off the cliff into the water and then that's where he sees a vision of his son so i i cannot explain to you what an odd experience it is to watch a completely <laughs> and he's sin- naked for a while completely like merman sincere completely what? naked completely yeah. intense yes. matthew mcconaughey <laughs> swimming swimming, swimming Un- toward under the camera underwater toward mm-hmm. the camera deeper and deeper into the sea puts to- aquaman to shame toward swimming towards his young teenage son he's naked swimming like with an urgency in his eyes and his son's kind of has long hair and is looking at him kind of longingly and i'm like they're swimming towards each other they're longingly. swimming towards each other like i'm like are they gonna kiss yes like, what it is was this? romantic and the side view of matthew mcconaughey was romantic and more twig and berries as well yes i'm glad you noticed so he finally gets together with his son and it's just like and he wakes up and so you're like it's a dream because he's drinking. I mean, yeah. He's he, a mess. And he's obsessed with his fish. So McConaughey looks down at the table, and he looks at himself, and he's all wet. And there's, like, a big puddle of water on the table. Cut to his son, who we cut to a, a few times in his in his bedroom playing with his computer. 
we show his son, and there's the same puddle of water on his son's like water com- bottle. Has yeah, spilled. computer desk. And that's when I leaned forward in my seat. We all did, and, and looked at my fellow lodgers because I was like, "We ain't Kansas anymore. Like, yeah. this yeah, is yeah. something. Then, something's something's up. Something's up." Then they both rubbed their hands in the yes, water. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's yeah, a key. That key, was crucial. Crucial. They both are kind of stroking the water and moving it around on the table, very like <laughs> sensually. It was weird. Like McCona- yeah. and McConaughey is just so intense in these scenes where you really don't know whether you can laugh or not. And that, I think, is the brilliance of the movie, (laughs) is that they had to know this was bonkers. And McConaughey, in the film, says it himself many times. Like, they'll just cut to him, like, looking bedraggled, and he'll just be like, a lot of weird stuff going on around here. (laughs) It's like, no shit. Yeah, a lot of weird on-the-nose dialogue. But they play it... Straight. straight. Super straight. Super straight. Everybody's super straight. Dialed in. So, yeah, like the snop said, Hathaway's in town and she wants him to kill her husband. It's the same old, you know, body heat, double indemnity, all that bullshit. Great performance by Hathaway, I thought. Hathaway knows exactly what movie she's in. Thought she did great. She might know. I mean, McConaughey's always on. McConaughey's always in. But whether or not he's on the same page as the movie is anybody's guess. But I think Anne Hathaway knew, she knew exactly what her character was, she knew how to play it, and she had a great time with it, even though nobody cracks a smile in this movie. <laughs> you she can says tell. to him, I think this is when you turn to me, and you're like, we're, we're playing by new rules, she's like, I think she says, he can hear, he can hear you when she, you talk through the yes. computer or something? She's like, your son can hear you through his computer screen. Yeah. Everything you say, he can hear. Yeah. And, and that that was when I, the kid in Starbucks who, who said to me, uh, Matthew McConaughey's fake in the whole movie. And then I was like, ah. Oh, no. So you're we're, like, we're, you're in, like, a vi- we're in a video game. That was about the time that I realized that uh, we are in a simulation that, yeah. that is where the movie is split in half. Yeah. You find out that his son, McConaughey's son, has created this island on his computer in a video game, and everybody on the island is a character in that video game. Like, he is Truman Show... Uh, Ed TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and suddenly, everything's a video game. McConaughey looks into the into the distance and is like... The rules have changed. And the rules had changed. And the messaging is strange. So, <laughs> yeah, the guy with the speckles who was following him is offering him a fish finder and special lures to catch the fish because now it's a video game. And everybody's like, you got to catch the fish to win the game. But he's like, the rules have changed. Now it's about killing a man. And they're like, the rules state you can't kill a man in the video game. And so the movie kind of goes for about 20 minutes of McConaughey just drinking himself into a stupor, running around town and kind of screaming and yelling and trying to figure out what his existence means now that he knows that he's a simulation. And the theater started <laughs> laughing. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The theater... The, there was a crew in the back that was just, like, losing their shit at every turn <laughs> at this point. And I can't blame them. Like, it is bananas. T- total yeah. bananas. And so confusing because everyone's performance is really compelling. So you're like, 
maybe this is good or maybe this is bad. I don't know. It was interesting. Yeah. The other characters were like, don't do it, man. Don't kill him. And he was like, Catch the my fish. son wants me to kill him, so I need to kill him. And it was, I was like, I don't know what we're supposed to be rooting for here. Well, yeah. and then somewhere along the lines, because it's not new even to this podcast to see a movie where the main thrust of it is, is a dude crazy or is a, is a lady crazy or not? Like, is, is, is all this crazy stuff actually happening? And I have to say, Serenity kept me guessing for a little while. I was like, well... This could be a video game, or this could be... He mentioned he had PTSD. Yeah. Like, a yeah, PTSD... I was, thinking, I, thought, I, I was thinking that. Like, issue where he was getting confused about what was real and what was not. And McConaughey, the the man, the actual man, does that enough. Yeah. Like, he... you So you believe it. Like, he's always... He's always walking around questioning existence and yeah. whatnot. It's like Interstellar, where he's just, like crying and just what the world what in the world is going on yeah, like that's yeah. what he thinks about all the time and that's why he you know he signed up for this boat trip i'm sure mm-hmm. like he's just like this has or the movie didn't have all that and he's like you gotta add themes of questioning one's reality and simulation <laughs> and, you know like Stephen uh, knight's like i just want to make a thriller yes, about yes. a boat and he's like, like, it has to be about a son i'm like, into family no, right now I, yeah. I, I just had another kid <laughs> i just i've been thinking about my son and swimming naked to my son and, oh man it'd be great if you could put a whole sequence of me naked swimming towards my son That's the only way i can do it <laughs> i mean Stranger things have happened. I mean, but what's interesting is, like, they do reveal or they tip their their hand, even though you're not 100% sure of what exactly it is, the water scene is the definitive moment for me where I'm like, oh, shit, this reminds me of the never-ending story. So Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, like, well, the kid is clearly, like, they keep showing us him typing code and it's right. like legit yes. code right. that looks real oh, and you, it's like you checked it out it was legit it checks out <laughs> no because they like every time they cut to him it was like very prominent like just over the uh the screen i um, i really like that they chose to reveal the video game twist so early like i think uh, it helps set it up more i think it allows you to buy or accept the ending because better. because it, a you, spoonful mm, of sugar helps you, the medicine go down if you backloaded that twist no. and it came at us people would fucking people like, would riot like they would die <laughs> yeah like their fucking brains would <laughs> it's explode it's too it's too much of a hairpin turn but at the same time though like that being said like i knew something was amiss but I didn't know what it was until the very end because at, at a certain point when they settle into that 20-minute backstretch where McConaughey's drinking himself into a stupor, I start thinking, oh, shit, maybe this is like Shutter Island. Yes. And he's totally fucking loony. That's what and, I was thinking. Um, and that's cool. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, because these movies are so... This this general trope of am I crazy, am I not, is so worn out. So worn out. And the only way that you can still pull it off is when everybody's super committed. And that's what makes the difference here. Like, you... He looks insane. Yeah. He is yeah. pushing everything yeah. he's got. It, it, Drinking it, rum. It, it, as soon as Anne Hathaway showed up, I felt like, wow, this is a weird spiritual sequel to Interstellar because because mm-hmm. they, they, they do have chemistry and they are like good solid performers and they are committed like they're just totally it's like interstellar meets dead calm in the zone mixed with boat trip so mcconaughey's just wandering wandering the earth questioning life and and randomly howling at the sky 
just a like, lot. Hilarious just like, howling. Ah! Yeah. That got the audience, well, at least us going. Yeah. yeah. I think some people were there on like, this is a serious movie date, you know? Like, mm-hmm. there, there was no, there was no sign of laughter directly behind us. But, so anyway, Jaiman Hansu hires some thugs to beat up uh, the husband. We haven't mentioned yet. Jason Clark. Yes, Jason Clark, who's in everything, who was in two trailers <laughs> before the movie <laughs> and the movie that we saw. He's everywhere. He's good, though. He, he was good in this. He was having a great time. So they break his hand so that maybe he can't go on the boat and catch the big fish. Everything's leading up to this boat trip. Everybody's like, today, fate, fate is what's happening today. You're fated on that out on the water. So H- Anne Hathaway drags him to the dock, drugs him up, gets him drunk. Uh, they tell McConaughey, hey, you can still go out today and uh, do this thing. Message confusing because you felt bad for the guy. He was like so messed up and like yeah, Anne Hathaway was, like was kind of a Bernie's. villain and like you were really like is this it. a good thing or not? Like I don't know if they should be like well, killing this guy. But that's part of the, that's yeah, part of the whole conundrum. It's, I don't even know sure. the whole message. We'll, yeah, we'll get to it in the final. It's, yeah. very, it's very conflicted but there is a lot of back and forth like should he kill him? Shouldn't he kill him? So I think this made it Having him be so out of it made it even more of a question. You know, it wasn't like, can I do it? Like, I can do it, but should I? Right, right. So they go out on the water. They go out on the, on the merry waters. And uh, a young, a scrappy young, a young boy has stowed away, further <laughs> complicating matters. And it's it's Diane Lane's like nephew or something, and he's like, I, 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 you said you said in a drunken rage that I shouldn't come, but here I am. <laughs> and so they're trying to figure out what to do with this guy. It, it is it is tense. Like you are wondering what what the fuck is going on because anything can happen in this movie. A, a dragon can materialize yeah. and obliterate them all. Like yeah. they're in a video game. Yeah. Obviously, the tuna hooks and starts pulling. And there's all this, like, homoerotic stuff with fishing rods and, like, sticking it in that little hole that on the belt if you're, like, doing big, big fishing, you know? <laughs> and so McConaughey's always help fumbling around with the rod and, like, putting it in that little hole. And they're like, oh, you got a big rod. Wrap your hand around it. Wrap your left hand around it. It's, like, what... That so much comes at you fast and furious. Like, you don't know... You can't file it. It's unfileable. <laughs> yeah. Processing. And, I'm just processing. Like, what were you guys thinking while this struggle was going on with, with, like, at the climax with the tuna? Well, I was interested mainly. I was just like, is he going to really get the fish or is he going to let this guy loose? No, I thought it was funny because to me, I knew it was a simulation. <laughs> like, I knew shit was like a game of some sort because there's a scene before this where McConaughey wakes up before his alarm goes off. And he can't move. he can't move. He like, yeah. physically cannot get out of bed. And then when, like, the alarm goes off at 5 a.m., like, Groundhog Day, he, like, can get out of bed. And it's like, okay, so when she's like, catch the tuna, baby, you're going to catch it, you know? Like, when they're trying to build up tension to, like, kill him, I'm thinking, like, this is all a farce. Like, this yeah. is all, like, not real at this point. Like, I'm not... Oh, interesting, I guess. Um, but I'm still emotionally with it at a, at a certain level because I want something to happen after he dies. You know, like, there's like, because I, I kept thinking at that point, as soon as Jason Clark dies, the movie's going to just cut to black and like, mm, there's totally. going to be like 30 seconds of silence and the credits will slowly roll. Like, yeah, the world just stops existing, you know? That's interesting. <clears throat> well, what actually happens is 
McConaughey lets him take the rod, but then lets go of him, and he flies overboard and disappears into the water. Well, and I guess we should say... During this, we're intercutting with McConaughey's son at his computer, listening to his parents fight. He opens a tackle box. Inside the tackle box is a large knife, the same knife that McConaughey has in the game. And as as the struggle is going on with the fish, the son is going to presumably kill the father, the, the stepdad. You never see any of that, but you see it happen on the boat. You see him disappear. And then there's a bunch of digital... <laughs> There's a, there's a bunch of digitosity, and we're we're back in the kids' room, and you hear on the TV that he killed his dad, and that they said that it was domestic violence. And all's revealed that McConaughey was an Iraq War vet who was killed, and it was the son programming him all along. So we cut back to McConaughey. The the kid gets taken to a you know some sort of detention center to be profiled or whatever. We go back to McConaughey. McConaughey's in town, and the town's all shuttered up, <laughs> close, close for the summer. Uh, Anne Hathaway's like, "Well, you'll you'll find him again someday," you know, like something like that. And then he gets a phone call, and it's his son. His son's just thinking in prison, so we're all in his mind now. And he talks to his dad over this telephone. And basically says, "I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come see you," which, to me, means he's gonna commit suicide. Oh, you guys didn't get that? No, no. I didn't look at it like suicide. I, I just looked he like gonna he's gonna write more code. Yeah, yeah, like write more code From, to like play in his the mind. Game. Well, yeah, like, and put it in, in practice when he got out. One rewrite I want to have done is like maybe the dad didn't die in Iraq, but he's crazy and has PTSD. Yeah, yeah. And then they meet up and in they the can connect. Asylum. <laughs> I That'd be good. Or yeah, connect yeah. via online, like they chat could, rooms. They could get a chance to be on the internet for like thirty minutes a day, and then they can connect that way. But, but when he talks to him on the phone, he's like, "Listen, man, um, I know you did that, and 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 sometimes we do bad things for good reasons. But you you did you did the right you thing. You did the right thing. So his dad, he is thinking of his dad telling him that he did the right thing. But it's his program dad. But it's so his it's program not- dad. <laughs> So it's not a more. It's, it's, it's not, not even real. It's not real. So it's not necessarily his dad saying morally that was right. It's what. It's, it's what everything that thought. he wants his dad to be, mm-hmm. including a, a dude with weird sexual practices and a complete <laughs> lunatic drunk. But but anyway, all that aside, his son his son arrives in town and runs down the sunny dock and into into McConaughey's arms and the most triumphant music is playing like you know you know they're about to reunite but you're not ready for what happens when that music swell hits and that like, shot of them just the, the theater just lost it yeah then it just cuts to them riding off into the sunset on, on the serenity boat and that's it <laughs> I don't know how you market this movie. No. Yeah. But it would have been nice. Like, it would have given it a fighting chance if they could drop some little little hint that this was a fucking Matrix game. It it (laughs) is Matrix, the Matrix Island. You can't. You can't. And that's kind of why I liked going into it sort of blind. Right. Because 
it is an unmarketable film. Yes. Yeah. And they did the right thing trying yeah. to sell it as a thriller they did do because, the right because thing. that actually made me want to see it. And and if there, even the reviews were bad, I probably would have a listed it alone, you know, to see it eventually. <laughs> because I like the cast and I like yeah. the setting and I like the like what the trailer sold me on. But it is a classic bait and switch. But what's interesting is he kind of lets you know up front that that it is. You know, because even in the yeah, if you think about it, the opening shot yep. it starts yeah. on the kid's yep. eye and it goes yep. into his yep. eye sure and into the totally. water. And I remember totally. thinking that's an odd way to start the movie. Yes. And then yeah. like the computer shit, and he talks you through the computer. It's like okay, this is an odd movie. And it shows you how much, how remarkable it is, how much you just let slide, or yeah. you you file under. Oh, that was weird, but then you move on. <laughs> yeah, mm. because they're so committed, because they're selling it. They are fucking selling. They it. are. <laughs> Let's see what these bones are feeling like. Lodge Mistress. You know, I mean, I I really did enjoy it. It was weird. You know, I enjoyed it. I thought the acting was really great. But the messaging was so (laughs) weird. And a lot of the plot stuff, I was just like, I couldn't really invest in it fully because I was like, why don't you just take that money and take your son? Like, when it was still like a a thriller or whatever. Like, so it was like... I never, I never bought into the necessity of trying to kill this man, which really kind of dumped it down well, for what's, me. What's but, hashtag problematic I mean, is like the kid kills his dad, and it's like a positive thing. You I know. know. Like, it was I'm like I was like, is this that, like, a message ugh. for people to like kill their abusive dads and with a smile on their face? Yeah. I don't and know. A hunting knife. It, yeah. it was. It was the messaging was so weird. But I, yeah. I will say, I You've was. You've never riveted. been a message prude. I, <laughs> I just, but I still thought it was weird. Sure. Weird, and so I, I guess I was riveted. So I guess I'll give it two and a half. Bones. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Reluctantly. Reluctantly, because you yeah. wanted to give it more. Two. I wanted to give it two, oh, but I'll nine. give it two and a half. You chubbed it up. The but acting was great. Brother Lucas. Yeah. Um, this this movie's an odd kettle of fish. <laughs> um, kettle of tuna. Kettle of tuna. Bumblebee tuna. But. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with uh, the Lodge Mistress on this. I have to give it two and a half bones as well because I kind of like the ingredients of it being a straight thriller and was kind of hoping for something that would like build tension and mm-hmm. like double crosses and things like that. And it's 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 interesting, like even though I'm giving it two and a half, like the, the scene where the son calls him from prison or whatever, and he like answers, he's like, yeah, again, like dialed up to ten, gripping the receiver with yes. two hands, like mm-hmm. like like as if like his son like you know is like like in in the phone, and I and I caught feels like I got mm-hmm. like I got a lump in my throat, you believe my, it. and my eyes kind of missed it up a little bit because McConaughey was like selling it that hard. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it is it is just like such a uh, epic, ambitious concept. It's just hard for me to like send anyone into it, just because like I I feel like yeah most people it's would, choppy waters because there were people laughing. There were a lot of people laughing behind us, or at least this one guy was. This one guy just was <laughs> yucking it up like he thought it was the funniest shit ever. But uh, two and a half. But two and a half, yeah, technically solid. Brother Bishki, I I am so on the edge of my seat for this. <laughs> well, this was a mind fuck. I mean, this was like. I knew with Stephen Knight we're not getting a, a conventional thriller. I just knew we're not heading into 
So I knew something was going on, and then the Starbucks kid ruined it for me a little <laughs> bit. With it, with, with but that wasn't everything. But that wasn't every, that wasn't even near everything. And um, you know, I thought, and then I was kind of like looking for themes, like Truman Show or Dark City, where at the end you get a definite, okay, this is kind of a critique of something, right. or this has a message. <laughs> but the messaging is even really weird. And I was like, maybe he's like, a, like McConaughey becomes conscious within a video game or something. Like that, that was interesting to me. Like, mm. um, but then, like, yeah, I, in terms of the messaging, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with the Lodge Mistress, where I was just like, um, did it make you want to kill? <laughs> I mean, a movie. You don't is, have to. You I encourage. Have to tell us. I mean, I have to encourage this, the strangeness of this movie. Of course. And the, you know, because there's no way to market it. The, the Rotten Tomato scores are down the tubes with both the audience and the critics. And that's just fine because this is like I have to encourage this kind of innovation. How many bones? Mm. Two and a half. Two and a half wow. bones. Okay, y'all are weak. Y'all are. We're pretty weak. Y'all are scared. The fear is the killer. This is a three bone movie. <laughs> it's a three bone movie because it's so much fucking fun. It is fun from what is it? Bow to stern. To stern. <laughs> Thank you. And yeah, it's fun from the naked McConaughey jump for oh sure. My God. Like that's like yeah. when you're like my jaw was on the floor for most of this movie. And then the hand on water scene, you're like, what? Crinkling my brain. I my brain was crinkled. It was crinkled. Any movie that can do that with relatively little, like they're on a boat, yeah, they're in a shipping container. Or they're in front of a computer bar. screen, or they're at a bar. Like very small movie overall. Very few characters. Yeah. And I was riveted. I had no clue what was going on. I liked all the ingredients, just like you said, LT. And yeah, it goes it goes into uh, just new age nonsense for like 20 minutes. But that gives you a chance to just kind of recalibrate and chill for a little bit. That's the part where you would. You know, take out the joint, smoke, get a drink, you know, come back in that eases you back in for a thrilling climax. <laughs> like, holy shit, what the hell is this thing? Yeah. <laughs> Serenity, three bones. We gotta support this kind of weirdness. That this movie is not a... Know. It's not a sequel, it's not a reboot, it's not a remake. True. It's It's a genre... True. Genre yeah. riff, yeah. riff yeah. factory. Yeah. It's folding genres it's over on itself. and it's definitely bold. It's great. Like, and McConaughey is the anchor. He anchors it. McConaughey is transcendent in no, this. No, he's solid. He's doing his best work. So yeah. I, I got to say, if you're still listening and you want just a crazy time at the movies, you got to go see Serenity because it's going to be gone soon. And it's best to see with a theater that's just... Not ready. Not ready, and just the ripples of slow realization <laughs> as the film spells out what it has in store for you <laughs> is amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, love and light, everybody. Love and light. Go see that serenity. <laughs> Go get serene with it. Support your local McConaughey. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. This is Matt's dad reporting on the Serenity movie, Lodgemaster. We were absolutely the only ones in the 330 showing in Salem, Oregon. I also know that $28 is now gone forever from Matt's inheritance. You will never see it again. Kathy's initial response after the show was, ooh la la, Matthew McConaughey's their butt. 
Uh, that's a direct quote. I felt an aura of the Sixth Sense movie about a third way in, but not sure it was going to go to what degree. If the captain's mate was the conscience, what was the role of the cat and the old guy in the bar sitting in the corner? I thought the old guy was going to be Matthew McConaughey eventually, but guess not. I would suggest some Maui Waui, a gummy bear, and half a brownie to answer some of those questions for your friends. This is the bone count on the Serenity movie. We're looking at two bones. This is Matt's dad signing out. We'll see you at the movies. I'm lost in her there holding that pink rod and reel. She's doing almost everything but sitting still. Talking about her ballet shoes and training wheels and her kittens. And she thinks we're just fishing. I say, Daddy loves you, baby, one more time. She says, I know, I think I've got a bite. And all this laughing, crying, smiling, dying here inside's what I call living. And she thinks we're just fishing on the riverside, throwing back what we could fry, drowning worms and killing time. Nothing too ambitious. She ain't even thinking about what's really going on right now. But I guarantee this memory. She thinks we're just fishing We ain't only fishing This ain't about fishing You know, that tuna's just in your mind.